Motivation Central Station. I am Grandpa Jim. I am coming from the front porch today. It's a little rainy in my area, which is good to see. It keeps the grass nice and green. I am in Wisconsin, and our spring and summer, there is no spring anymore because of climate change. And uh, I found out an interesting little tidbit about a Milwaukee foundation that actually funds. They've done a lot in our community to really be helpful to our civic life here in southeastern Wisconsin. The Bradleys and the Bradley Foundation, um, they are funding groups that don't believe in climate change. And I'm telling you, just from my own eyes, the craziness with weather. Like, how can you not see that something's going on? Watch the science. Look at all the polar ice caps and how they're melting at an alarming rate. And the science is there, folks. So I want to talk about Facebook today and the Kenosha riots. And I've got a little uh, surprising take on that, I think you'll see. And also, um, I want to talk about Trump's uh, death count. We are referring it to Trump's death count. And that is the 191,000, soon to be 200,000 people that have died from COVID-19. And just to keep things in perspective, remember just um, six weeks ago when Georgia was on fire with the COVID, Texas was on fire with the COVID, and Florida. Those three states, all by themselves, had more cases going off than the all of Europe put together, all the European countries. Those three states alone, we didn't need the other uh, 47 states' numbers to... You know, so why is it so out of control here and not there? Well, we know that. And they keep calling it the Chinese, the China flu, right? Which there is a theory, and I've witnessed some of this with my own eyes. I uh, teach a class, and in December last year, I had a lot of people that were calling in just before Christmas that they couldn't make it, that they had fevers, that they couldn't breathe, that, uh, you know, so there's a theory that the COVID started here in our country, and then through travelers, it got over to Wuhan, so um, that is one theory, and this is Trump's virus now. He officially owns it. I don't I don't care where it started from, whether it was China, whether it was here. We have deaths taking place at just an alarming rate. And as I've mentioned on this program time and time again, a mask is not a political statement, but only in America, right? It's an IQ test. So... W- the climate change is an IQ test. When you see the data and you're saying it's something else, you're, you're delusional. We need to get back to the country. I want to call this country the country of sanity. We want to get back to sanity again. And, and you know, at first, uh, when Trump took office, it was comical. 
you know, I'm a comedian. My friends were all comedians. We we had fun, you know. It was everything was outlandish. But then eventually it gets so outlandish, even the comedians don't want to make fun about it because now you're hurting people. His comments today about white privilege, he's so delusional. Actually, I am a mental health professional. (laughs) And the man is definitely ill. He is not living on the same planet that you and I. You know, you're supporting somebody that needs help. He is so far gone. There's just no reality with the man. And so his, or is it Putin's? Is it Putin's 200,000 deaths for putting him in office? And where are his tax returns? We still haven't seen his tax returns because, you know, they're non-existent. And to think on February 7th is when Trump told Bob Woodward, who's wrote a book called Rage that is coming out very soon. And there's a lot of, you know, this is old news already. You know, within the last 24 hours, you all know that Bob Woodward has him on tape, and when on February 7th of 2020, he is telling Bob Woodward that this thing is worse than any flu you've ever seen, that it's airborne in a very, you know, I'm going to say, I'm going to give him this, in a very sane voice, in a very articulate uh and, and the tone was so serious, like he was educating Bob Woodward on what was happening and how bad it was. And then he runs out behind the curtain like Wizard of Oz and says, you know, uh, it's safe, it's fine. And then he put me at Jeopardy, you know. He put me at Jeopardy when he knew on February 7th, he put me, my family, my elderly parents, my um, grandchildren, he put us in a very vulnerable place. For seven weeks, we weren't aware. Um, I was starting a class on March 19th and our state finally shut things down. And uh, on that night, I got the real awakening that this thing was really serious. And... um, with him having that information prior, seven weeks is a lot of time for people to mask up. If he would have locked this thing down right away, this whole thing would have been different. And he knew it was coming. And he knew it was coming. And that is just, that's 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 uh, somebody, that's criminal. That's what that is. That is criminal. That is murderous, you know. So... The other thing I want to talk about is Facebook and Kenosha and Facebook and Kenosha. Facebook's taking a lot of heat and rightfully so because they were contacted about this, uh, you know, I, I broke the news. You can go back a few podcasts. One is titled America's uh, Most Dangerous Vigil Annie Alderman in Kenosha. And you might want to listen to that one um, when I broke the news. Also, too, I was telling you folks about Trump and his uh, cronies sending, paying people to come in to start the fires, to start. 
And if you go back to George Floyd, that was some of the first reports were, where are these Caucasian people coming from on buses? And then I gave you the firsthand accounts of people here in Milwaukee that um, that these people were coming up from Indiana and starting the fires and getting everybody else to join in. They'd crack the windows and entice people to go in and grab things. And somebody would stand back with a video camera and they said it was always a Caucasian person. I want you to go to the Kenosha riots page. And there is a dump truck that gets lit on fire. I have a person that is saying that is one of the people that he's seen in Milwaukee. He's holding up a video camera, taping that truck after one of his Caucasian friends lights it on fire. Go watch that video. So, so here's my beef. Um, Yes, I guess uh, Facebook should have caught this and should have listened. And But the problem stems way, way before that. The problem stems with uh, vigilantes thinking they can go to the street. It's just a form of gang violence. I say we need to hold the people that posted those posts accountable who is the person that put that that event page up right regardless of facebook facebook is you know yes if if people contacted them and said hey this is a crazy thing and yes they should have brought it down immediately i i agree with that but the problem lies with you know we have uh kyle rittenhouse's mother showing up to this event in Cam in in Camel, you know, there's pictures of her that she is decked out. She has more camo on than any uh, troop of Marines I've seen collectively, and she's carrying a big assault rifle. And and you know, what are you teaching your son? And when I first saw Kyle Rittenhouse, when I first saw him. My first thought on this thing, the very first time I seen that video, if that kid was not, if that kid was not in the street with that gun and he's a high school dropout, he, my first thought was that kid is a school shooter, you know, and I don't think that's a big far leap. And then, you know, Gandhi said, Gandhi said, the fall, the fall of the household begins in the house. You know, so we're not taking care of these poor communities. Um, You know, 11% of Trump's base doesn't think that African-Americans have a hard time in this country. What country are they living in? You know, and again, you know, back to Trump with his, you know, he doesn't understand what white privilege is. How, you know, we need some type of test for these people before they can even get near that office. There's got to be some type of physical test where we can really see where you're coming from before you get into these, uh, you know, the, the, the best job in the universe, you know, unbelievable. So Facebook, yes, they should have took it down. But the problem isn't Facebook. It's in the home. And where are these people? The, this is organized gangs. I promise you this, if those were African-American people, 
one of my social work clients is African-American, and he said to me, Jim, if that was an African-American kid that did that shooting on the street in Kenosha, they're not going to keep him in Illinois. They're going to extradite him to Wisconsin. They would have did it yesterday. And so there is this double standard. And whoever puts that kid up on a uh, pedestal, I just pity you. I, uh, you know, <coughs> excuse me, that could be Corona from my chief leader that hasn't protected me in a way from others and his base get me sick. So God bless America. Um, yes, Facebook you know, needs to do a better job of policing, but we need to do better. I'd like to know every one of those people that said, I'm coming to that event, I'm bringing my rifle, because that is a gang. Where do they show up next? You know, what event do they come? You know, you're looking for aid, you're in a poor community, you're looking for aid, and all of a sudden these guys show up, 400 of them with rifles. What is that about? How is that even legal? Like, you know, and then Kyle Ritten, you know, a lot of people want to know about the gun laws in Wisconsin. He was supposed to be 18 and the state he traveled over. Kenosha is near the border of Wisconsin and the town that he lives in is, uh, he was residing in. He's in a prison jail cell. He's in a jail cell somewhere, juvenile center. Um, over the border, uh, the, that city is just over the border. So in Illinois, he couldn't walk on the street with a, a rifle like that. So I don't know, you know, this goes back to our great governor, Scott Walker, but that's a whole nother day. Everybody that worked in these poor neighborhoods, which I work in a poor neighborhood, and try to help others achieve and come out the bottom, and uh, I love it, and I have a passion for doing it. Uh, we saw it coming. As soon as he, it was open in Cary, that there were going to be a lot of uh, unnecessary murders with these laws, and it's only been a fire ever since that happened. And so other than that, um, I'm going to try to be positive. I'm going to take care of my world. What can I do in Jim's world? What can Grandpa Jim do? in his world to be a better person, stay healthier, try to succeed and conquer. And uh, if you like these types of podcasts, please hit subscribe. If you like what was shared here today, please share it on other platforms. And, you know, God bless every one of you. Let's get this nation back to sanity. Let's get it back to sanity. If you have nothing to give anybody, remember, you can always give a smile. So God bless you all.